Welcome to the Worshipped Woman Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Kristen. I am a life and relationship coach, deep healing facilitator, and subconscious change expert. On this podcast, we will dive deep into personal growth, transformation, and relationships, releasing patterns of toxicity, codependency, and people-pleasing as we explore what it means to be the worshipped woman. If you are ready to heal, embody your worth, and raise your standards in life and love, you are in the right place. I am so happy to have you here. Now, let's get started. Hello, sisters. Welcome back to the Worshipped Woman podcast. Kelly here, and I am excited. Today, we are doing an AKA episode, which of course means Ask Kelly Anything. So these are episodes where I take questions that you have either submitted on the podcast page on my website, which I will link in the show notes for you if you have a question that you want me to answer, or even through my DMs on Instagram. I do have one ask, though, if you do want to have your question answered on the show, be specific Uh, as it really helps me to get an understanding as to what you want from me. Sometimes I get these submissions that are so general and I just really can't answer because I have no background as to anything. I don't really know what the situation is. And even though you think maybe this question is very specific to you, there's actually a lot of people that could benefit from it, right? There's a lot of people that might be having a very similar experience and you know, don't have the, uh, maybe are a little too shy to ask the question. And so by you asking and me being able to share the answer, you're actually helping so many people, which is beautiful and brilliant. If you don't follow me on Instagram already, what are you doing? My Instagram is at Miss MS Kelly Kristen. Uh, You can also follow the Worshipped Woman account. Um, If you haven't been keeping up with the Worshipped Woman account on on Instagram, It's really, um, every time we're having a new podcast episode, it's on there. It's all about the podcast really mainly right now. And we're also doing the weekly affirmations for transformation, which is a weekly uh, thing that we're doing every Monday, giving you a new affirmation for the purpose of transformation. If you guys have been hanging out with me for a while, you know that... Uh, I'm not super hot on affirmations because really just saying a word or saying a words together in a sentence doesn't do much if you're actually not embodying it. If you're not like trying to apply it to your life and go, wait a second, if I did believe this thing, if this was the truth, if I believed the words I was saying, what would be different about my life? How would I act? What would I not do anymore? And these are the questions that I have you consider each and every week in the Affirmations for Transformation. I have a worksheet for you that you can download and we're doing the um, the affirmations every Monday. And it's really about practicing that new embodiment of whatever that affirmation is each and every day of that week so that you really, you know, by the time a couple months into this practice, you can actually make a lot of changes in your life, right? And this is a totally free thing that I'm doing. It's just to help you on your journey, which is 
what I'm all about. I really, really want to help you grow. I want to help you shift. I want to help you live your best life. I want to help you break the the toxic relationship patterns and realize that you deserve happiness. You deserve love. You deserve joy. You know, I this is going to be a little bit of a tangent, but I had a comment the other day on one of my Instagram posts where, you know, I was basically sharing how it's possible, I believe possible for anybody to experience a lot of terrible things in life and still live an extraordinary life, an amazing life filled with joy, filled with happiness, filled with all these things that I talk about. And I had a comment of somebody who was obviously very stuck in the pattern and they had this belief that they were here on this planet to suffer that they were put here to be the pain holder for all their family and to and that's how they were going to stop the pattern moving forward and that's not what we're here for that is not what we're here for you're not here to hold all the pain of your family you're not here to and i know so many of you listening to this are the you know you're the cycle breakers of your family you're the cycle breakers maybe it's been you know, people have been abused for a long line in your family. Maybe a lot of terrible things have happened and you are the one saying, no more. I've got to shift this. I've got to change this. But it doesn't mean that you have to hold the pain for everybody. It means that you are here to transmute it. You are here to transform that pain into power, into purpose, into joy, into living an incredible life. That is what you are here for. Okay. So wrapping that up, let's get into the question of the day. So the question I have here, and I like to keep the names anonymous unless they say I can say their name. So this is going to be from anonymous. I have split from my ex. I know he is bad for me, but I don't want to see him with someone else as I see that as I'm not good enough, but she is. How do I just accept we are not compatible and know I will find a better lover one day? And I wanted to answer this question because it is incredibly important. I think that at some point or another, if you break up with somebody, I think we we all kind of feel this way, right? Like this is a universal feeling of, you know, I, I know this person isn't great for me, but I see them with somebody else. I don't want them to be with somebody else. And this is something that we all do, right? We break up. Have you ever broken up with somebody? Like, I wish I could have look at you all and be like, can you raise your hand for this? Because I'm sure a lot of hands would be raised. Raise your hand if you've ever broken up with somebody and then immediately thought, I'm going to be alone forever. Nobody's going to love me. You know, maybe it wasn't that great, but that was my person. And what if I don't find anybody else? And what if this? And what if that? And what if all of these things, right? I think that's pretty common. I know it's certainly common amongst the many, many, many women that I have um, coached with, spoken to, all of the things, right? So I just want you to know and hear you, anybody that might be going through this, I just want you to hear that this is a completely normal reaction, okay? It's completely normal to start thinking, what if, what if, what if, what if, right? Even though I know in my heart, I know in my body, I know in my soul that this is the right decision. This person is not good for me. This is not the right relationship for me. You are still a human. You are still going to miss this person. You are still going to, you know, in your mind, come up with all of the ways that you wish it could have been different. And you might have heard me speak about this before, where especially if we're in a relationship with somebody who we don't have a lot of, you know, I don't want to say a lot, but we we have some 
you know, toxic toxicity, maybe even abuse. We have some things that are not so great that have happened in the relationship. Our mind to protect us from going to those memories and to protect us from the shame and the other emotions that are attached with those memories that could be traumatic. What our mind does is that it just focuses on the good memories and we actually tend to forget the bad stuff that has happened. This is the way our mind is protecting us. Okay, we create fantasies about everything that was or everything that could be and and we live in that fantasy. Right. So for the person that asked this question, anybody else that might be going through it, I really want you to think about, okay, you're saying that this person is bad for you and you know that, but you're also saying, how will I know that I will find a better lover one day? Well, are you just holding on to the fantasy of what this person was? Because if you were to look at all of the bad parts, which like this person literally said, I know he is bad for me. So there's bad things that have happened, things that you don't like that has happened, things that upset you, things that hurt you, right? So if those things happened and you look at those things and you really take an honest look and you know, maybe even create a list of what those things were, all of the bad things, all of the terrible things, all the things that you would like to forget or have conveniently forgotten when you are missing this person, if you were to create that list and look at that, would you still say, I, how will I find anybody better one day? Honestly, honestly. And this is where underneath this question is a self-worth issue. Because if your self, self-worth was higher, well, then you would know that you deserve better. And you know, if you deserve better, then, well, it's coming for you, honey, because that's the laws of the universe, right? So there's there's multiple layers to this, okay? Another issue with the self-worth in this question is, if I see him with someone else, then I take that as I'm not good enough, but she is, right? So now what you're saying is how this person treated me badly. I know he's bad for me, right? So how this person treated me means that I'm not good enough to be treated better when that is a very skewed perception because the reality is, is that that person, the way that that person treated you, so the way that he treated you or the way that your partner is treating you doesn't have anything to do with you, okay? How other people treat you does not have to do with you. How you allow them to treat you and continue to treat you has to do with your self-worth. And how somebody else is treating you has to do with them. That is their stuff. That is not your stuff. So if we know that, if we know that people treat us based on what's going on with them, them, right? It really has nothing to do with you personally. So if that's true, well, then what does that have to do with being good enough? And what does this new person that your lover is with now, right? What does that new person have anything to do? Where is the good enough conversation even coming in? And this is where I want you to understand that that's a completely made up concept. The whole idea of being good enough is made up. And I talk about this in the worship, uh, in, excuse me, the Worthy Woman Workshop, which is a small workshop where we're talking about self-worth and doing hypnosis around the idea of being good enough. But really... This is a made up thing. 
that anybody could be like that you are not good enough, but she is good enough for what? Good enough for this person who treats you poorly? Why would I want to be good enough for somebody that treats me badly? And when would I know that I was good enough when he decided to somehow treat me better? Because you think that you can control that. Okay, that's the thing. You think that you can control how somebody else treats you based on who you are. And then we have to go back to the primary point, which is that's not true. People treat you based on how they feel inside about themselves. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you being good enough. It has nothing to do with anyone being good enough. It's how they feel about themselves. It's how they feel about themselves. So this idea that anybody is good enough or not good enough is really just a made up thing. But I also want to recognize here that that still hurts. It hurts to see someone that you created a fantasy with about who they are and what's capable and or what what they're capable of and what your love could have been like and what your life could have been like together right? It's mostly the fantasy because you know this person isn't good for you. But you create this fantasy and then you see them with somebody else. You see them with somebody else living, you know, in your mind, probably better, right? Maybe you see them on social media or you see their life together and you think, oh, he's treating her better than me. Well, well, why did he pick her or why did he choose her? right? Was I not good enough for that? Was I not good enough here? And that's a normal thing to do. I think we've all experienced that on some point or another. And this is when you get to take control of those thoughts and go, okay, yeah, good enough is a made up construct, number one. Number two is the reality, he's probably not treating her very differently than he treated you because that is who he is. Again, people are not because you're good enough or not good enough. They are acting. They behave in a way that reflects themselves. So the idea that he would be treating somebody else much differently than he treated you or better than he treated you is not really true unless that person decided to do a whole bunch of inner work, change themselves, change their life. And if that's the case, well, then great. Maybe you were the catalyst for that. You know, we have to stop thinking about relationships as being like, you know, these things that we're supposed to be in forever. Like, what if relationships were here just to help us grow, shift, and change? And you know, since you are in my world, the person that asked this question, since you're in my world, I would assume that you are here to grow, shift, and change, and you are allowing your relationships to be catalysts to fuel that so you can be better in your life, so you can be better for the next relationship, so that you can, you know, be with somebody that's better for you and matches you on your level. That's great. Does it mean that that, that other person, people that you've been with in your past aren't quote unquote good enough? Or it just means that you've shifted, you've grown, you've changed, and now you're with somebody else. It's these things that we put so much weight on. They don't even matter. This relationship was not the end all be all of your life. And the truth is by you coming here and saying I know he is bad for me. I know he is bad for me. I know he's not good for me. Then that's a full stop there. And the next question is, how do I make myself believe that I deserve better than this? 
I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be treated with respect. And I deserve to be with somebody that is compatible with me, right? So the last part of the question says, how do I just accept we are not compatible and know I will find a better lover one day? Well, I think you've already accepted that you're not compatible because you broke up, right? You split from the ex, you know he's not right for you. So on some level, you've already accepted that you're not compatible. And so acceptance is just a continual process. If these thoughts come in telling you otherwise, you remind yourself of the truth. You remind yourself of why you're not together. You remind yourself of all of these things. And, you know, it doesn't mean that you can't have feelings for this person. It doesn't mean that you won't have happy times or good memories that come in. Like you're human. We have these memories and they're there and you might have them for a long while. You might have them forever. I don't know. But they don't have to mean anything to you besides, oh, that's a nice memory that we had together and that person still is not right for me. And I deserve to be happy and I deserve to find someone better. And why would I not? And that's the question I want you to ask yourself. And anybody that is in this situation where you're thinking, am I ever going to find somebody better? Or am I ever going to find a lover, right? Like so many times you might be single for a lot of years and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm never going to find somebody for me. Well, why would you not? Why would you not? That's the real question that I want you to consider. Because the truth is, is there's no reason that you wouldn't unless you believe that it's not possible for you or you believe somehow that you don't deserve that. And so if those things are true, then that's what you need to work on within yourself. Believing wholeheartedly that you deserve a compatible relationship where you're happy, where it's healthy love, where you feel good, where you feel taken care of. Why would you not have that? Seriously. I mean, that's crazy talk. Why would anybody not deserve that? Why would anybody not be worth that? At a minimum, why would you not be able to find somebody you're compatible with and that's a better lover for you than this person that treated you badly? There is literally zero reason on earth why you would not deserve that. And that's what I want you to start believing. That's what I want you to start telling yourself. And when I when I think about the bigger picture, and I want you to think about the bigger picture here, is that there's so much of life that we don't see, right? There's so much energy-wise. And when you think about everything that happens in our lives and all of the ways that it weaves together and the people that we meet and all of these things that are coincidences, but there's not really any coincidences. I mean, gosh, open yourself up to the magic of the universe. Open yourself up to the potentiality that is all around us. We are multidimensional beings, meaning that if you have a thought, if you have the idea that there's somebody better out there for me, like there's somebody, you know, I deserve a lover that is like this way and you understand what that is and you want to be treated a certain way, the reason that you're feeling that is because that exists as a possibility for you. It does. It exists as a possibility for you to have the love that you want, that you feel in your heart. And you have to become the woman that steps into that vision. That's your job, to become the woman that steps into that vision, to become the love that you want. Anybody can do that. There's literally no reason that it would not be for you. 
Okay, that is going to be it for me today. I hope that you found this AKA episode helpful. And do me a favor, if you did, if you like it, if you like the show, if you like my vibe, if you could leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, I would be super, super grateful. Even if you just leave a rating without the review, helps me out a lot. And also, if you know another sister that needs to hear this, I ask that you please share it. Hey, take a screenshot. Let me know you're listening. Put it on your IG stories. It just helps to get the word out there. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you that are here with me. I love you guys so much. And I'll talk to you soon.